الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا وداعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وتوكل على الله وكفى بالله وكيلا صدق الله العظيم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لو انكم تتوكلون على الله حق توكله لرزقكم كما يرزق الطير تغطوا خماسا وطروه بطانا او كما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام my respected ulama ikram elders and brothers allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our creator la ilaha illa allah and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he is the creator of everything whatever there is in existence it only came in existence because allah created it because allah brought it because allah made it because allah gave it wujud who is allah wujud mein laane wala wujud mein laane wala he is the one that brings every single thing into existence he give it its shape its size its color its texture its functions its qualities it doesn't come on its own it doesn't function on its own it doesn't harm on its own it doesn't benefit on its own it doesn't take on its own it doesn't give on its own la ilaha illa allah allah and allah alone this is why he is malik the rightful owner the owner of everything we only merely have things in our possessions for a period of time a transitory time we call ourselves owners we only call ourselves owners to show possession of something 
But the hakiki owner of everything is Allah. This is why everything goes back to him. Everything returns to him. Because everything belongs to him. And the only thing that teaches us this is the kalima la ilaha illallah. Nothing else can teach us this. Nothing else can teach us that Allah is the creator of everything. Nothing else can teach us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the owner of everything. Nothing else can teach us that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the distributor of everything. It is only this kalima la ilaha illallah. If my tawajju and my attention is going away from that, then there is nuksan in my kalima. There is problem in my kalima. If for one moment my understanding is things are happening because of things, for one moment if this happens, then I have to check my kalima that is inside his heart because there is some nuksan. Immediately I have to check it. I cannot delay in checking this kalima of mine. Because it is only this kalima tayyibah, this kalima tul ikhlas, that teaches us that Allah is the one that is doing everything. And constantly, constantly, we have to worry about this kalima. Constantly. There should never be a moment. There should never be a moment that I am content with this kalima. Kitabi says, I met over 50 sahaba and every single one of them feared nifaq. Every single one of them. A quality of sahaba. They feared. Nafaka hanzala, nafaka hanzala. They feared. At any moment, they felt something in their heart that was interfering with the skalima. They checked it immediately. They did not leave it. We are the same. We are no different. We are no different. And the attack that we have on this kalima is from such places that we don't even perceive. We don't even realize. Because this is the duty, the job and the effort of shaitan. He's only got one thing. Besides this, he doesn't have anything else. That he moves our tawajju our attention, our focus. He moves it, whether slowly, whether quickly, whether in small amounts, whether in huge amounts, whether now or whether later, but his effort is direct or indirect to move our attention away from Allah. And he uses different means. Shaitan sirf or sirf ye chahte hain ke hamare niga Allah se had jai. This is all he wants. 
that our attention moves from Allah. And it is only this kalima of La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, that brings our attention, our focus to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because this is, this is how a person recognizes and goes towards Allah with this kalima. A person can make all the ibadat he wants, all the sacrifice he wants. Without this kalima, he will get nothing. Umar radiallahu ta'ala walking once when Sham was conquered, Philistine was conquered in all these areas. He was walking once. He saw a monk. Because everybody came to see the Amir al-Mu'mineen. He saw a monk come out of his place. He looked at the features on the face of this monk. And he saw the attributes and the signs of total, total neglect of the body. A Zahid, a person who had forgotten about this dunya and given himself totally and fully to the ibadat of his Rabb. When Umar saw the condition of this monk, he began to tear and cry. And the people asking, Oh Umar, why are you crying? He recited the verse, Amilatun Nasiba. Wasted. Wasted amal. Wasted actions. Actions of no benefit to him. He has finished himself trying in the obedience of Allah, but without his La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah, he has achieved nothing. So it is only this kalima. And this kalima alone that brings us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it, this is the thing that we need to guard. And this is the thing that we need to worry about. And this is the thing from where tawakkul comes. Reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes from the kalima. When we say, وَعَلَيْهِ tawakkalt. Who are we referring to? This reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah alone is the one that is doing everything. And this is where my heart needs to be. My heart does not need to be anywhere else. My heart. وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ My heart is sufficient with Allah. He is sufficient for me. The call of Ibrahim alayhi salam Hasbi Allah He is sufficient Nothing else Nobody else No matter who it is, what it is Where it is, when, when it is But my reliance is only on my Allah But this reliance Can only come on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When our kalima is correct and this kalima teaches us that Allah is the doer. That Allah is the doer of everything. Everything is coming from there. Everything is coming from Him. Because everything is going to go to Him. Because He is Malik and He is Khalik. And I own nothing, no matter what it is. I am just the possessor of it. Why? Why don't I own it? Because the owner 
doesn't need permission. An owner doesn't need any permission. Because he's the owner. He can do as he wants, when he wants. He's the owner of it. Nobody can question him. So if I'm the owner of my house, if I'm the owner of my wealth, if I'm the owner of my health, if I'm the owner of my body, if I'm the owner of my own clothes, if I'm the owner of the food that I'm eating, eating, if I'm the owner of all this because I bought it, I paid for it, why do I have to give hisab to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala day of Qiyamah? If I'm the owner. But I'm not the owner. I'm the possessor of it. In my possession. For a period of time. So my dear brothers, this kalima la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah is the most valuable thing. We always hear it. There is nothing more valuable than this. But it also brings us together with this la ilaha illallah that where my dependence and my iman and my yaqeen has to be in. That where is it happening from? Because today there is an attack, a huge, huge attack on our iman. Huge attack on our iman. All of us. Because our heart has been indoctrinated over these years, has been manipulated over the years, many, many years from the time we were born. It has been programmed by such forces outside that the heart cannot recognize anything. Because the heart cannot see. The heart has no eyes. How is it going to see? The heart cannot hear anything. It has no ears. The heart cannot speak. It cannot. But it has been attacked all these years. So now, the heart, whatever the heart desires inside, the mouth will speak. That is how Allah has made it. And shaitan has been making, making effort and effort and effort upon our hearts. To take our attention away from Allah. And every single mechanism that is out there that can be used to attack this heart of ours just so that the mouth and the ears can say and hear and the eye can see what shaitan wants us to. All of this has been used. Nothing has been spared. So now, we begin to say things and believe things when certain things are put in front of us. For example, when it rains at a time that is not supposed to rain, when it rains at a time that is not supposed to rain, Oh, it rains for an amount that is not supposed to rain. A bit more. More than what is supposed to rain. And there is floods here and floods there. Or, it is hot at a time it is not supposed to be hot. 
and is unusually hot, what it's supposed to be. Or as we may say it, an experience, it snows in a place that is not supposed to snow. Then everyone starts speaking. Because it's what we're hearing. Climate change. Global warming. It is because of this that all of these things are happening. And we start thinking it, we start believing it, we start saying it. That it is raining in these parts of the world because of this. This has brought about this change. This has brought about this heat. This has brought about these fires. This has brought about this earthquake. This has brought about this. This has brought about that. And we begin to believe it. And we begin to say it. If that was true, if it was true, for one moment, then maybe what they're saying, let's see. So where was the climate change at the time of Nuh alayhi salam? When the whole world was full of water. There was rain from everywhere. There was rain from everywhere. There was water from everywhere. What global warming was taking place at that time? What climate change was taking place at that time? These are just examples where shaitan uses certain words and certain ideologies to take our tawadju away from Allah that Allah is the one that is doing this. That kalima teaches not a single drop of rain can fall. Not a single drop of rain can fall. No wind can blow. The sun cannot give heat more than what it's supposed to without the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What has happened to the command of Allah? What has happened to the, to the word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So in this many, many ways, our iman has been attacked. Now my dear brothers, if I happen to cough now, if I happen to cough now, right now, what will happen to this majma in front of me? If I cough now, or if anybody else coughs now, what will happen to this majma? Not what will they do, we're not talking about what they'll do. What will we feel in our heart? Wallahi, my dear brothers, without any doubt we can say that every single person, every single person, no matter who this person is, or no matter who this person was, Every single soul, every single person that passed away from the beginning of this year till now, from the beginning of last year to the end of last year, right till now, every single person that had passed away in this year, there was a certain night, there was a certain night that passed that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a decision and he called the angel and he said, write down the names of this person and this person and this person. Their roof will be taken this year.
He had decreed it. It is his decision. From him. Already predestined. It is the taqdeer that Allah has written already. And all of this comes from the kalima la ilaha illallah. That kalima which Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam came and invited us towards it. And we embraced it. We embraced it and we followed it. And with that kalima we were able to find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Without this kalima we cannot find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everybody says today, who are you worshipping? You ask a Christian person, who are you worshipping? Yahud, Yahud, Nasara, Hindu, who are you? I'm worshipping God. Go to a temple. Who is this you? What is this you? I'm worshipping God. Everybody says they're worshipping God. But has they reached Allah? Have they reached Allah? Without this kalima? Without la ilaha illallah? Not possible. So my beloved brothers, this kalima that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, it is more valuable than everything else that we have. And today, nowadays we see how the value of things shifts. It moves. And from that too we have not learned a lesson. We have not learned any lesson. There was a time if a person he would say for example if somebody wanted to steal your car you'll say no please don't steal my car or I don't want to get hijacked don't steal my car, value of car. Then the looting started. So it's okay, car go, no problem, shop don't go. It moved. Then when looting started, and the goods were going, it's okay, goods can go, but don't burn the shop. Now when they burn the shop, it moved again. He says, okay, burn the shop, burn the house, but don't take the life. So it moves. Priorities change. Value changes. The question is, did I value the, the kalima la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, that this must not go as much as when the hijacker wanted to take the car. Or the shoppers, the looters wanted to loot the shop. Oh, my life wanted to go. That my life must not go. Where was the value of my la ilaha illallah compared to all of these things? So this is the zamana, my dear brothers. A dangerous time that we are living. That if we do not take our time to rectify... This la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah that Allah Ta'ala has given us, then we are in danger. 
then we are in danger. That even for one moment, if the attention just moves, we have to check it out immediately. So this is why respected elders, respected satis, ulema'i, kiram, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a most beautiful kalima, illa ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah. Let us value this. And let us show its value. And how do we show this value? Is when the tawakkul, the reliance upon Allah is equal to the kalima that we have. When these two things meet, it cannot be that the kalima is here and the tawakkul and the reliance is upon other things. When these two things do not meet, then it cannot have the qalbun salim, that heart that is acceptable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. We want that heart to be pure, like how the kalima is pure. We want the heart to be with ikhlas, like how the kalima has ikhlas in it. Then this heart has to have the same level of the iman on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of la ilaha illallah, and the tawakkul on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala give us understanding of this inshallah. Subhanallah wa bihamdi. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.